Ask the Podcast Coach for September 11th, 2021. Let's get ready to podcast. There it is. It's that music that means, hey, it's Saturday morning. It's time for Ask the Podcast Coach, where you get your podcast questions answered live. I'm Dave Jackson from the theschoolofpodcasting.com, and joining me right over there, the one and only Jim Cullison from TheAverageGuy.tv. Jim, how's it going, buddy? Greetings, Dave. Happy Saturday morning to you. I say that happy Saturday morning every Saturday morning. Not right. so happy today as we we kind of remember 9-11, lots going on 20 years ago, almost almost to the to the hour as yeah. we're doing this as we're doing this show I, I remember where i was you probably do as well but of course we remember those affected and those who who uh, were killed in that incident and also all the things man 20 years hard to believe right it's yeah hard to believe it's been 20 years i was uh i was i worked in a basement uh doing tech support my wife called me cuz it was our wedding anniversary my first one my first uh. wife and and she called me up and said, you're not going to believe this. And I said, what? And she goes, somebody flew a plane into the, the World yeah. Trade Center. And I said, how yeah. drunk do you have to be yeah. to miss the World Trade Center? And I thought it was a small plane, too, when yeah. when, when I first heard the, the news. Yeah. You know? And then uh, when the second one hit, that's when I went to the internet. Yeah. And what really freaked me out is the internet was broken. And I mm. went, ooh, that's stupid. Early days of the internet, too. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, 2000. 2001. I was I was working tech support too, and uh, was having some. One of our locations was having some issues, and so I was driving to it from you know, and it was across town. I was listening to the radio KFAB here in mm. the AM station here in town, kind of the news station, and they were reporting you know somebody had had run into the World Trade Center, and by the time I got to the location, the second plane had hit. Yeah, and uh, and we just we just sat and stared. We just watched TV for you know i fixed the problem and then we watched tv and of course i stayed long enough to see the to see both of them fall and a, a day that would forever forever change history and of course we you know we heart, hearts and minds go out to those affected by that it has been and there's been a lot that has happened since then so yeah i mean harry duran you know lived in new york city uh when it happened and he yeah. said he remember he he could what basically watch it out his back window yeah um heather from uh, Craftlet, who I haven't sp- spoken to in a long time. Um, she was like there. She was teaching school mm-hmm. and got her students out and at one point had to hide almost under a truck and was covered in dust. Like she was. Yeah. In, and that's that's a whole – boy, you want to hear a story. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. But, yeah, so – Well, stories of firefighters running into in, the building, yeah. right? I mean, knowing what they're up against, running in. It, just a – a heroic day uh, um, for many. I saw um, it's the new trainer on The Biggest Loser, which came back and then COVID kind of sent it back mm-hmm. into obscurity. But she was doing something on Instagram. She's doing 110. She's on a Stairmaster. She's like mm-hmm. 9-11 uh, remembrance workout. I'm climbing yeah. 110 flights of steps today. And I was like, dang. So I started to watch the thing on Netflix. There's a some sort of new documentary. And it is interesting because they have – some different, like they have phone calls from one of the, um, I want to say stewardess, but that's not right. Flight attendants mm-hmm. on the on one of the planes. So it's it's new mm-hmm. information, but it is kind of weird because you start to watch it and then you start to get depressed <laughs> again. You're like, it's mo- it's moving. Yeah. All the things that happen in uh, was it Flight ninety three that crashed? Yeah. Uh, in, in Pennsylvania, I think. Do I, do I have those facts right? Yeah. Isn't it funny? Like even as I'm trying to remember these things, you don't. After a while, you stop reciting them. You kind of forget. So yeah. it's a good it's a good day uh it's a good day to remember we we had a marine who was part of that last group uh, uh out of out of Afghanistan mm. that that passed and he they, he came through in a in a you know kind of in a motorcade yesterday and we went out at work and and you know were there supported the family and yeah. such so continues all, all that stuff still still continues but uh, uh I think you know we we remember nine eleven and everything that that has stood for over the last twenty years. Yeah, absolutely. But we're still taking your questions. If you are uh, watching, uh, yeah, I guess we. we yeah, we should probably. Yeah, yeah. all that talk about nine uh, eleven makes me thirsty. Yeah. Now that's not a good transition. <laughs> no, but let's talk about let's talk about Mark. He yeah. supports uh, us, and, so. and of course, get the coffee out, Jim. 
we, we, we skipped your coffee. No, we'll, we'll do, do oh, that. Oh, we'll do it with the pour. There we do go. Do that and we'll come back to it. So, yeah, it's time to talk about Mark. I had somebody today that uh, or yesterday reached out and they said, hey, who's that Mark guy you always talk about? And I'm like, that is Mark from Podcast Branding. Dot co if you need artwork if you need a logo if you need a full website if you need an audit if you need a anything really I mean I could sit here and go on like the guy in uh, Forrest Gump about uh, popcorn shrimp yeah logo uh, artwork uh, you need a lead magnet it's all there uh, Mark from podcastbranding.co he's not only a podcaster which is great but he also uh, is an award-winning a graphic artist and just makes great stuff and i know i'm saying nice things about mark and sure he's our sponsor but he also did the school of podcasting podcast rodeo show and ask the podcast coach so if you need a piece of artwork uh, then definitely go check mark and what's funny is behind the scenes here i'm waiting for the music to come around to go to this part one two three four a button if i'm going to do it seamlessly so that's a that's a whole other skill <laughs> to, uh, to do that, so good thing I had a little coffee. Why, why don't you? Why, yeah, we, we, need, you we, we need to top that off. It, it, it didn't seem appropriate yeah. when we were. No, it's not. It's big, a, big things. It's a hard big, transition. It is a tough. It is tough. It is tough. Fred does remind us. You know, of course, the Pentagon was affected in that yeah. too. Many were. Many were in that. There's some. There's a great story in the Pentagon. How the how uh, right after that, you know, they had a child care facility mm-hmm. there and, and and a marine w- ran in and to assess the situation and and then just left and the gal was like where are you going we need help and three minutes later he came back with like 40 marines oh, wow. and they you know they hauled all these kids out and put them in a you know you, today with with history with hindsight right it's a great opportunity we always know and you know, we can talk about history here in just a second but with history is hindsight it's always easy to 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 second guess things, but in the moment you don't know. And so they got these kids out and kind of put them in a circle and surrounded them and guarded them. They didn't know at the time what was going on. Well, that's a true story. And of course, we we thank Dan for sponsoring. You know, based on a true story podcast out at based on a true story podcast dot com. If you want to get all the details, maybe on a movie uh, that says it's based on a true story, is it really? They've got about 180, 185 of those out there. Dan, thanks for for the mug sponsorship and for caring about podcasts and for caring about the truth yeah. on that based on, on that a true story, story. Yeah. podcast. And then you're, you're wearing the shirt yeah. and, and Chris, Chris, one of our listeners sent me some coffee this week. Uh, Island is how that's pronounced just like Alcatraz and wh- where you'd never really want to be. And so uh, Island coffee out of Richardson, Texas. I used to go to UT Dallas, which is, which is uh, uh, the, the, the big university school in Richardson and um, he sent me some green. He's like, what do you want? I said, I don't know. Send me your best stuff. And so <laughs> this is called Green Room. Uh, it's a blend. And it's got some uh, delightful flavors. Let me read those. Caramel, floral finish, low acidity, heavy body. And I'm just going to say delicious. So Chris, <laughs> I think Chris sent a, a T-shirt over to Dave as well. If you're into coffee, he sent me the beans. I grinded them up. He sent me a couple stickers. You can do that as well. Dave, if they wanted to contact you about sending stuff in like that how would they do that uh if you go to askthepodcastcoach.com slash contact and dave is sitting here going i hope it's on the website it will be on the website afterwards um i've just got a p.o box you can send it to p.o box uh 6574 akron ohio 44312 and of course that'll be at askthepodcastcoach.com slash uh contact so because yeah. he contacted you, me and i was like yeah I, I don't really drink coffee so he said oh yeah if you, you want to yeah, yeah. If you if you want coffee, if you want me to drink your coffee, send me an email, Jim at the average guy dot TV. I always I, I'll always drink free coffee. So yeah. and it is delicious, Chris. Uh, so I appreciate you. It went, Dave, when I got it and I opened up the package, you know, it was kind of in a protected oh, yeah. package. So I opened that up and then the coffee smell. Oh, just, oh it was so good. It ranks up there with uh, is is it is for me like a new jar of peanut butter? I've just got to like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's so good. Yeah. yeah. It it is. Yeah. And and so Sarah, my wife, even stole some of it, right? I mean, I hadn't <laughs> even got the thing down here yet. And she was already pouring, you know, pouring coffee out of the uh, out of the out of the craft. So yeah. Chris, thanks. I appreciate you doing that. Yeah. And Jim at the average guy TV if you want to send me a There we go. I'm thinking yeah. he's in the in the chat room. That is that is him right there. there. Um very, so very good. 
we did have a, a question, and it's um, I'm, I'm always kind of interesting when I hear this. Now said the guy with five podcasts. Uh, I'm launching my second podcast with 15 solo episodes, about 10 minutes each. Uh, this is from Wayne Galt, and then I'll have a mix of solo and interview. Okay, so far so good. Anyone have experience? He says in all capital letters with which with what would maximize downloads. In other words, all at once, three on one day, then one a day, and thanks in advance. And that's one of those things where I don't know. I'm kind of that. I almost want to categorize that in the overthinking. Because if you give them all at one time versus here's three and then another three and another three, I'm like, I would, I'm not I, sure it matters. That's that me. Much. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of like, in the end, what's going to make people stick around is the content. It's like, well, I wouldn't have listened to all 15, but since you gave them to me all in one shot versus the person that's like, oh, you gave me three, they were good. And then you give me another three. Well, if the first three were good, you know, and then the question is going to be long term because if you give me 15, and I start with the 15th one because that's the way most apps are. And I start to go back, you know, uh, if it's not good, I, I may have downloaded all 15, but I may not listen to them. So it's really going to be your next month's stats that really go in. And I threw in the, the Facebook group. I'm like, did you get any feedback on any of these before you recorded 14 more of them? Mm-hmm. I, I swear that's like, I feel like I'm a just a broken record, like mm-hmm. pull Dave string and he's going to go, did you get feedback on that? Did you get feedback on that? Did you get, you know, it's like, but I just don't think uh, Tom Webster was talking about uh, in his latest podcast. He says, I don't like to put out crap. I don't think anybody likes to put out crap in general. And he's, he was kind of equating podcasting to woodshedding. And then he goes, I guess there was the, um, uh, there's a famous vacuum cleaner. I want to say Durek or something like that. But the guy, the guy did some sort of like – he did like the Edison thing, like a thousand light bulbs, you know, tries to get the light bulb. And in this case, this mm-hmm. guy did like a bunch of bagless vacuums or something like that. Uh, and and Tom made the thing. He goes, yeah, but those were in a lab. Like mm-hmm. there's one thing to woodshed your podcast, but when you're doing it in public versus, hey – Maybe I should do a focus group, get it right, and then go public. And I was like, that's kind of. But a do good you need point. to? I mean, can't the public be a, a test ground? I mean, we we kind of say sometimes you get you just get a shot at it, but I don't I don't know if that's necessarily true. And I think the public can be. You can learn. I mean, come on, Dave. If we go back ten years, ten, twelve years, our stuff was crap. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right, and we're still here doing this. I think the key is you keep going. And, and to to go back to the to the beginning of your question, I think that that whether you do them all at once or leak them out over time, kind of depends on your marketing plan. What what are you? Mm-hmm. How are you going to promote this? And so roll them out however that best fits your promotion. But you know, we theme Thursday, which has six seasons, so we have you know three, six, nine, twelve. Eight, you know, we have a bunch of them. <laughs> we have a bunch of these podcasts now. So there's 34 each year for six years. And in in when we were making them, you know, that we we promoted come at each week and grab them. Right now that we're not making them anymore, we're like, hey, there's a catalog there for you to use, right? right. And they still get, you know, <laughs> I haven't made a new one uh, in a long time, a year now. And we still get plenty of downloads from it. So I, I don't think I, it just goes back to that launch concept where everybody was like, oh, launch. And listen, your launch is important and put as much work into your launch as you want. Right. But things have to survive after the launch, too. And I, I guess so. I, if I was going to say, Dave, I'm going to promote this thing for 60 days and then I don't want to touch it anymore. Well, then just put them out all at once and blast everybody with it. If it's going to be a long-term thing, yeah, throw three and then promote people subscribing that they get new stuff, right? So it just kind of depends on how you're going to how you're going to promote it and get it out there. Yeah, my little bumper sticker line on this is, and I'm with you. Look, when you launch, launch. Tell everybody you know, blast it on your email list. Do everything you can to get as many people listening at one time. And in theory, that will boost you up the Apple charts, and we don't know what that does. But the other thing is, I always say – Feels good. Yeah, (laughs) having a big launch uh, equals podcast success is kind of like saying having a big wedding is going to equal wedding bliss 
or, or marital bliss. And I'm like, no, in both cases, really the work is right. just starting. You know what I mean? Once the wedding's over, it's like, oh, now we got to figure out how to not drive each other nuts. And in a podcast, once it's out, you're like, great, I've I've successfully edited and published an episode. Now I got to get people to listen to it. And that's really where the work starts. So yeah, uh, yeah, you know. And Jim, Jim said my favorite phrase. Jim Harold over at jimherald.com. Uh, he says it's all about continuous improvement. Sixteen years on, I'm still tweaking. Yep. New website, Mike. <laughs> Jim had. I would love to see Jim's microphone drawer. Um, just in the last six months, always work to get better. Yeah, that's it. When uh, I, I think I've mentioned this on the show before, my very first job out of college had a humongous sign. You walked into this big meeting room, and bright like um, fluorescent yellow uh, banner on the wall, and it said in giant letters, "Constant improvement." And it was like, holy cow! So. Uh, that's just been ingrained in me. I'm always trying to to get better. Um, Master Cauldron says, one at a time on the uh, publishing schedule, maintain long-term. Yeah, it trains the listeners from the beginning. Yep, I think that's it. And uh, <laughs> Jim says, the mic drawer is stupid. Yeah, it's it's uh, <laughs> it's huge. But yeah, that is one thing. If, you, if I had 15 episodes, I'd be tempted just to put out one a week. And again... Um, at the end of that first episode, say there are more coming. If you want these, go out to the website and you know follow and subscribe, and you'll get it the minute it's available. Because if it's good, they're going to do that. And that way they do that. And uh, they were talking about this. I listened to a show called Podcasting 2.0, and one of the hosts, Adam Curry, went to the, the Netherlands, and they just couldn't figure out how to – you know, you can record online, but a whole different time zone and things like that. And they just said, ah, we're not doing a show this week. And it was, they said they had members of their audience. It's like my whole Friday felt weird because there was no show, you know, and they had to go, you know, and they were very happy when they came back. But you do kind of get your audience trained that, you know, hey, it's, if we go back to the days of, uh, uh, must see TV on Thursday night, you know, people rearrange their schedule and, when it's not there, you're like, well, wait, where's the, what you call it? So, well, one other thing about uh, just launching a podcast mm-hmm. is you, you can do as much research as you can. There's going to be a tweak. You know, Jim mentioned it. There's going to be tweaking. There's going to be some mistakes. There's going to be things that you do. To, I, I mean, I'm doing this one show now with the whole crypto thing. And on Thursday, I came up with an idea. Because I'm still – because somebody said, hey, are we doing another meeting this Thursday? And I'm like, I'm still kind of chewing on the content I got from our last little study group. And uh, I said, but you know what? I have learned some stuff. I've been playing with the Telegram app and a couple other things. And I thought maybe I should do like a – because none of this was thought through. This has all been just kind of – and that's normally not how I tell people to do a podcast. And so I uh, I thought of doing a quick episode – just to say, hey, our, maybe our next meeting will be the following Thursday. And uh, on the website, because I'm using PodPage, uh, there's a voicemail button in the bottom right-hand corner. Why don't you let me know what you've learned today, like in terms of, you know, around this whole topic? Because we're all trying different things. And I thought, and then I could take everybody's, here's what I learned today, and turn those into an episode. And it would also be audience engagement and things like that. And I thought... I might do that. Now, I didn't do it. I didn't pull the trigger. But you're going to try stuff that that works and other things that uh, do not. And Excuse me. And some things that work now that mm-hmm. don't work in the future. <laughs> or, or you tried something in the past and, it, and now is the time. Like you have to just keep – you got to keep thinking. You know, and I think for your own – your own mental well-being, I think you got to shake things up from time to time. Just be like, you know, man, I've been doing this now for a couple years. It's time to, although I don't, we, listen, we, we have, we've done the intro the same way for Ask the Podcast <laughs> Coach since nearly the beginning. We've, I, and that's not totally true. We've added the, you know, we've added the ads and some of the other things in right. there to kind of make it fun, but so I think you got to make it right so you can continue. We're going right? to switch the music next week. It'll be like, all right, uh, ask the podcast coach for September 11, 2021. And this will now be the, we'll be like, <laughs> ask the podcast coach for September 11th. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Ask the Podcast Coach, where you get your podcast questions answered live.
you know. So that would be a whole. Oh, I got, that I would like be it. shaking it up. Well, uh, you, you, any, anytime we we change things, you know, I came in from the shed last week, and yeah, and, you know, and and such. It, it's good. It's bad. Like, it, not everybody likes it. Not not there are people who like it the same way all the time. There are people who are like, oh my god, can you stop saying? you know, happy Saturday morning to you. Like you said that <laughs> enough, right? So you're never going to please everybody either in the process. And I think we know that. Yeah. The, that is, I think, you know, when we talk about launching for this show, that sometimes is the, I, I guess the fun part of the puzzle mm-hmm. is, okay, we've been doing this for years you know, do we really want to talk about, you know, there's there's really no new microphones. We're still pretty much all set on the Samsung Q2U, the 88 the Audio Technic ATR2100. And so, yeah, we've 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 talked about that. We've talked, you know, we talked a couple weeks ago about the Tascam mix uh is it Mixcast 4? I did finally get a hold of somebody who emailed me back. And when he said this, and I was like, of course that's the answer. And I said, "Hey, any chance I could get one to play with and I'll send it back after a week?" And you want to guess why there aren't a lot around, Jim? Chip shortage, maybe. Chip shortage. That's it. That's it. Congratulations. What does he want? It's a cheese straightener. Okay. So, um, yeah, chip shortage. And he said all of them went to the dealers, and they don't have a lot. He goes, check back in a month or so. And I was like, note to self, start a chip business, man. I was like, that's. Yeah, they're only they're only like twenty billion dollars to create a chip fab. <laughs> so if you got twenty billion laying around. And a big facility and lots of specialty, but yeah, it's 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 gonna it continues to have that continues to have an effect. Yeah. On things. Well, but like so, this week my co-host on Home Gadget Geeks, he's got that new Rode Wireless Go Two mm. that came out, and he he went and bought him like three hundred bucks. We did a post show review of it, and then in, in two weeks he'll come on um, and, and do a full review. But they're they're can be new equipment when we talked about that that um the, the task cam thing so it's not like that part's totally dead right i mean we, there's still equipment to talk about there's still microphones there's still things happening in the industry there's still you know this bitcoin thing that you've been doing and this idea you know you you, you talked about it you've been talking about it for a couple of weeks to me and i've really ignored you <laughs> like i've been like yeah, I don't need another Bitcoin thing. And then this morning in the pre-show, we were talking about. I'm like, yeah, you know what? I need to, I need to dig into this thing a little well, bit. Since so. you, since you said the magic word Bitcoin, yeah. it's now time yeah. for me to play this jingle. Okay. This is your friendly boost reminder. It's time <laughs> to boost, boost, boost. Uh, so, um, yeah, it turns out the right now I'm using a thing called Satoshi Stream, and if if the word Bitcoin makes you I don't know, drool, scream, run away. It's really, it's not easy yet. And half the fun is this Telegram app. You start Telegram and a lot of the stuff, because you're dealing with currency, you have to do the hokey pokey and turn yourself around <laughs> to really get through all the things. But once it's, you, not, it's not easy. I looked at the instructions and no. I was like, and I'm good at Bitcoin. And I was like, oh, there, this is still early days. Yeah. And you yeah. basically, but last night I set up, asked the podcast coach and the podcast rodeo show on this thing called Satoshi stream, which, you know, it sounds easy, but it's once you've done it, it's, it's like a podcast, right? Once you right. do one, you're right. like, Oh, it's easy. And, um, and then it, do I have to have a player? Okay. So you set it yeah. up and it, it, it's got the ability. And then do I have to have a player that supports podcasting? Right. 2, 2. So, 2. so if you go to new podcast apps, what it does is there are a number of apps over at new podcast apps.com. And I'm pretty sure let me turn off the phone. Let's see if this is going to work. Survey. Sims. Did you just wipe out our clubhouse listeners? I probably did. <laughs> I don't think we had any. All, all negative. Three all negative of them. them. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, let me show this. It's not working. The app I'm listening. The I've listened to all my shows, but this is Fountain. It's an app, and as you listen to it, there's a little button over here that says Boost. And if I were to click on that. It, this says, hey, this this particular show is not set up for value for value. But if it was, I could basically say, hey, um, you know, uh, send Dave Jackson 500 Satoshis. Or I can also say, as I listen to Dave, uh, give him $20 per minute. 20, excuse me, that'd be great, $20 a minute. Oh, wow. Let's do that. Uh, 20 Satoshis, which is 
it's hilarious because last Fracking. night my my little Telegram app said, "Hey, um, you know, leading the bleeding got I think eight hundred ninety satoshis, and about three hundred of those were streamed. So as people are listening, they're giving me you know whatever twenty satoshis. And, and they have to put they have to load the podcast app, app to be yeah. able to do that, yeah. right? They can't just give them away for free yeah. that it, so, it does have some value yeah this, this is where the tricky part gets so i'm using because i'm in the u.s an app called strike and strike okay. is actually fairly fairly easy you tie it to your bank account and you go in and you say hey i want to buy bitcoin and give me twenty dollars so you you go to your bank and it gives you twenty dollars now i have twenty dollars in the app mm-hmm. and i go mm-hmm. into in this case the fountain app and say hey i would like to buy bitcoin and if i do that now um, it will tell me somewhere in here. Yes, I would like to add funds. And for $22, I can get 50,000 Satoshis, which is, you know, well, it's $22 worth. So that gives you an yeah. idea of that. Yeah. And so when you do that, it says, hey, here's this really long, and this is where it gets weird. Here's this really long string of numbers that I copy and paste into Strike, and Strike talks to Fountain, and all of a sudden you have Satoshi's. Like right now, I have 49,353 stats in my app. So as I listen to people, I will slowly give that to people. Mm-hmm. And so last night I, I get done. It's like, hey, you have, I think it was like 890 satoshis were given to you today and i go out and i just googled it i'm like satoshi to usd converter and i put it in and i earned a quarter mm. i'm like 25 thank you 25 cents so early days it's early, early days. days yeah it's early days and yeah. so i was like all right that's you know it's uh and i thought well how much does it cost me to get set up uh nothing so you know don't know what the deal is and uh, yeah, I saw. Well, and then you would you would want to drive your listeners, so you would encourage listeners right. to say, okay, if you want to support the show, another way to do that is to down download, listen to it on this app, and you can, if you don't want to do Patreon, if you don't want to do whatever, buy me a coffee. Right. You can you can do that and and do it through the app. So it's just another way to support you. Right. right? And there are there are apps that are set up for this already. Like one is called Breeze. And Breeze has a cool when you go to the podcast section, the only podcasts that are listened or that are listed there are shows that are, you know, they're what we're calling value for value enabled. So there are people that are and that's that's probably what our next little meeting is going to be about. I got a really good question from somebody that said, Hey Dave, uh, you know, Cauldron said here, Hey, my video is great on that. I made a video on how to do this. And uh, he said, "I, you know, I watched your video. That's really easy now. Easy again in quotation marks for the um, for the podcaster. What's the benefit to the listener?" And I thought, "I need Wayne's other jingle now. That's a good question." Um, but part of it is, I think it's another way to interact with your audience. And I was listening to the podcasting 2.0 show. And it's usually like way over my head, nerdy stuff, like way nerdy stuff. And they were talking about the podcast index. And one of the things of the podcast index is the fact that in theory, the uh, like the, the mission of that is that you cannot get deplatformed. We will never remove you. You could be mm. the world's biggest racist pig and we're not pulling you out of the podcast index. That's free speech. And that's one of the things I kind of – it's I, I agree with that because I'm a big fan of like if everybody else like to the average listener, like if there's somebody who wants to listen to that, then maybe we should all talk to the listener and go, well, you might want to like here's some other things you might want to check out because I don't think that we could get into a whole discussion. We probably shouldn't go down yeah. that path. Yeah. Uh, but Dave shared a really personal story about – his life and, and some other things. And I was like, wow, that was an amazing story. And I instantly, because I could went to my app and boosted him. I was like, mm-hmm. it, it's almost like a tip at a, now for the, I don't yeah. know why Adam Curry hates the word tip. I don't know mm-hmm. why. Um, but it's, it's a way, I mean, if you think about a restaurant, you're, you have the, your server brings you your food. And then in theory, you're supposed to tip them if they did above and beyond. Now, Today, it's not really above and beyond. It's just expected, said the guy who used to be a waiter. Uh, But it it was always cool if I did above and beyond and somebody paid me above and beyond. So it's just – to me, I like the idea. It's another way 
that you can interact with your audience and then they can even send you a little message, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And you can go in and see when people sent you money. So that's interesting because you can see, wait, at the 13-minute mark, all of a sudden three people sent me money. Why? Well, and then you can go back and see, oh, that's where I played the jingle or whatever it was. So it's, it is, it's way early. It's, it's still mm-hmm. not quite, but it's, I was, I'm, the more I get into it, the more I'm like, you know, as this adopts, it could be fun. And have you heard any news about Twitter? And it sounds like Twitter is now going to integrate to where, because Twitter wants, um, what, what do you call it if you're a Twitter, I guess a Twitter producer? I don't know. What, what is the, if I tweet, I am a what? A whatever. A tweeter. I'm a tweeter. Know. Yeah, they, they want tweeters to get paid because there are other social networks. So if I could use Twitter or I could use, you know, whatever, Instagram, and I'm getting paid on Twitter. So they're doing something where you're going to end up with a wallet on Twitter for people to tip you. And if everybody ends up with a Bitcoin wallet on Twitter, then the whole, hey, here's how you got to connect your wallet to this whole, you know, new podcast apps.com thing. Yeah. At, yeah. That now the onboarding is taken care of by our good friends at Twitter. So it could be it could be interesting. Could be, it could be it could be interesting. And and if you're okay if you're listening to this and you're you're thinking like <laughs> if you're still oh my God. No, no. Oh my God, this is just so complicated. I can't. Well, in 2003, if you tried to podcast, you had to handwrite your RSS feed. And people would say, it's just too complicated. Like, I just can't figure, I can't, you do what? You know, I can't, I put my files where? Now, today, because we've worked all this stuff out, like right. we have host providers that do it, right? RSS feeds are automatically generated. We have, we have uh, providers that don't have RSS feeds. YouTube is there. Today, it all makes sense because you're like, because the, the, the infrastructure, the ecosystem has, has caught up. And every, and you, you wouldn't even think twice about that. And it's allowed the average person, so to speak, to be able to do, you know, to, to do podcasting. That's where we are today with services like this, right? Where it's still really complicated. And you're just kind of like, I get and it. And if you sit down and you do it one step at a time, you did it, Dave. It's, it's, so it's, it's not completely out of the average guy realm, but for a lot of people, they just, they hear the word Bitcoin and their brain just kind of, right. you know, like, yeah, what, you know, what? So I think <laughs> exactly. So give it some time. I think there's some, you know, I think there's some things that have to happen to get some things figured out. I mean, Bitcoin was the same way. Like, you know, if, oh, we yeah. go, if we go back to the early days of Bitcoin and you know, there's all these geeks running, you know, running their, their, their uh, GPUs at full speed and it's worth nothing. And everybody's laughing at them, right? They're like, you guys are idiots. Like, what are you doing? Well, who's laughing now, yeah. right? They are like, you know, I have I have a family member paid off their house with it. Wow. And you kind of, yeah, like house paying off kind of money, right? Life-changing kind of money, right? So I, I guess I say all this to say oftentimes in the communities, we poo-poo this stuff. Like when it comes out, like, Oh, that's, that's weirdo, nutso, crazy. Well, like maybe for the first time in your life, embrace something that's different and think, okay, I I don't have to do it, but I'm at least going to pay attention because it could be the future. And, and you, you know, there may be some things that you can do now to be ahead, to be one of those people that, that are ahead on this. So it's just an, it's a natural reaction, Dave. We get settled in, we get, um, comfortable in what we're doing and then new things come and we're like, ah, what, are they, what are these kids doing these days uh, these kids you know well so. you you brought up one of the key words one of the because somebody said well why did you get involved with it are you just a big giant nerd and i go no not really i said but i hadn't learned something hard in a long time and i said i just wanted to see if i could still you know let's teach an old dog a new trick kind of thing and mm-hmm. i just in my field in in Teaching technology, if you don't keep up, you are going – you're not just standing still. You're going backwards. And I just thought – I'd heard enough about it, and I was like, well, maybe I should check this out. And, and the more I did, I was like, oh, this – and then I saw the potential. Like it, it might be, could be, looks like it. You know, Dan has a great point. He says uh, when he worked in the tech industry, 
the saying was always, make it easy for people to pay you. That means whatever way is convenient for others to pay, not yeah. what's convenient for you. Uh, Jen Briney over at Congressional Dish, uh, who runs on the whole value for value model, she has a whole thing where it's like, you want to send me a check? Here's that. Here's my Venmo. Here's my Zelle. Here's my PayPal. Here's like She's got probably seven or eight different ways to, uh, to pay her because she's like, well, some people – like Zelle. Some people like PayPal. Some people want to send me a check. And so whatever's convenient for her, she'll, she'll, you know, in this case, she has her sister do the job of assembling, here's the, the money from this one and that one, and they put it all into one big pot or whatever. But uh, yeah, it's always about what's, what's best for, you know, your but listener. It, and, and, and this happens, you know, this happens. I, I got a note from one of my listeners. Uh, you know, I make the full show like you do. I make the full show available pre and post to our Patreon subscribers. And they could they could actually get it free at, at YouTube, but I want a convenient place. They're going to get an email from me, like one of those kinds of things. And for whatever reason, I stopped producing the audio version of it. I just, mm-hmm. I put the YouTube video out and I was done. And I don't, that wasn't conscious. I just stopped putting audio out. Right. I think that happened when I cut over to the Mac and I, my process has changed, you know, when I got a new, so, so I got contacted from a listener and he was like, Hey, I'd like to download the full show in my, you know, where is it? You know, where, where's the, and, and my initial reaction was like, Oh, seriously, like you can't just go listen to that thing on YouTube or whatever, or figure it out. Yeah. And then I remembered like, oh yeah, they're a listener. Like that's like, I am here for them. And so I scrambled and I'm like, yeah, okay. Realizing, yeah, oh, you know what? I had kind of, this is a step I had kind of forgotten. And so don't, when you get those, I know sometimes they're annoying, you know, but don't, you can't see them that way. You got to be like, oh, here's an opportunity for me to, you know, oh, Venmo. I asked somebody the other day, I was like, hey, can I send it to you on Venmo? And they're like, I don't Venmo. Like, why wouldn't you Venmo? Yeah. Like, that's such an easy way to pay people. But if you're a podcaster and they're like, I want to give you money. There was a book written about 15, maybe 20 years ago now called, Why Are You Making It So Hard For Me To Give You My Money? Now, I know that's a long title, but sometimes we do that as podcasters. Like, no, I'm not going to do that coffee thing. The the buy me a coffee. That's dumb. I'm not going to. Well, if somebody contacts you and they're like, you know what? I want to use buy me a coffee. You set up a buy me a coffee account. That's it. Right. So they can, so they can do that. Yeah. I mean, seems pretty straightforward to me. That's really it. And if somebody says I, um, a buddy of mine, George Robb was a musician, still is a musician full time. So he's been having fun in COVID times. And, uh, but George has a, a book and he has like six CDs and a couple years ago, he started kind of a membership site thing using PayPal. And the reason for that is he just had enough people go, hey, uh, George, I've bought every CD you've made and I bought your coloring book. Uh, and I've like, I still want to give you money. Like you keep producing the show. I would like to give it back. And it's that whole value for value thing. It's like, look, you're you're giving something to me. I want to give something back. And I've supported you in every way I can. I need another way. So that's why he started his membership site. And it's not really, it's just a reoccurring thing that he does on, on PayPal. And, um, you know, that's, uh, you know, it, give people, if somebody asks you, I want to give you money, don't argue with them. So. We do that sometimes. I see that happening. No, I don't want to do PayPal or like, Hey, can I send you a PayPal donation? Yeah, I don't do PayPal. <laughs> uh, you should probably do PayPal. Yeah, like, exactly. You, you know, Hey, I want to give you 50 bucks. No, nah, I don't want it. I, I really don't want it. You know, yeah. you're like, oh, well, I mean, you can do that. You can. <laughs> yeah. It seems kind of dumb. Well, speaking <laughs> you know? of people giving people money. Yeah. I, yeah. I, we've got a few. I want to uh, thank some folks here. And uh, we're talking about, of course, James. In fact, I have, uh, I'm going to be meeting with James uh, here. It's been a while since we've touched base with James. I want to see how his launch has gone with uh, the Dog Podcast Network and what he's up to. But uh, if you have, a hound, if you have a pooch, if you have a uh, little munchkin, I'm trying to think of other fun names for your pookie and mookie and, and all the other fun names for uh, your dogs. Uh, check it out. Dog Podcast Network. He's got short shows, long shows, all about your favorite four-legged friends. Check it out. Dog Podcast Network. And then we always thank our $20 supporters. 
people like Greg over at IndieDropIn.com, if you've got a scary story or a true crime or a comedy uh, show, drop him a few episodes and he will put it in. He's got a whole audience over there that's looking for content and uh, it's a great way to grow your podcast. Uh, Shane over at uh, I was I'm so used to saying Spybrary. It's he's he switched his sponsorship. It's now Torpreneur. It's the podcast for tour professionals. So if you operate a, a tour business or plan on starting one, you got to check him out, tourpreneur.com. And uh, Glenn, who is going to be sending in his last report from the road for the School of Podcasting, he's now home. And uh, he runs the horseradionetwork.com. He finally got to get home and hang out with his horse, Scooter. So uh, he's happy to be home. And if you like horses, check out Glenn over at horseradionetwork.com. Ed Sullivan, which is where Jim will be hanging out, Next week in Boston. Yeah, next weekend. It's going to be great. Yeah. Can't wait. So if you need an editor, check out Ed over at soniccupcake.com. Uh, Felix over at the Latin Podcast Awards, which is dedicated to enhancing the visibility of Latinx podcasts around the world since 2017. Check him out, latinpodcastawards.com. Max Trescott up in the air at aviationnewstalk.com. Uh, he's a 2008 National CFI of the Year. So, again, aviationnewstalk.com. If you need an editor, this is an LGBTQ plus founded company. It's KJST Media. It's focused on helping all levels of podcasters to grow their podcast, regardless of what you're looking for. Check it out, kjstmedia.com. Greg over at debtshepherd.com, where he is teaching financial wellness. Kim at Toastmasters101.net. So if you need to develop your voice or reduce your editing time or improve your content, Toastmasters101.net. And if you'd like to be an awesome supporter, it's super simple. Just go over to askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome. And if you go over to askthepodcastcoach.com slash store, you can buy my book. You can sponsor Jim's mug. You can send us a one-time donation, uh, all sorts of fun stuff. And I'm actually trying something new. I don't believe it's on askthepodcastcoach.com. It will be later on today. If you want an autographed copy of the book, Profit from Your Podcast, shipping in the U.S. only right now, uh, you can now buy an autographed copy after months of going back and forth with my publisher. I finally have two boxes of books sitting on my uh, living room living room table. No, not the living room table, the kitchen table. Who has a table in their living room? But um, they, Giant, no, what do we? The coffee table, I think, is what we that call that. Would be it? the coffee table. Coffee yes. table. But again, I don't drink coffee, so I don't have a. I have a footstool in my living room, but no. No tables. So if you're interested in an autographed copy, um, that would be it. Um, Stefan is saying he didn't get notified that we were on the air today. So that's kind of weird because I didn't do anything different. And um, I got the notification. Um, uh, and, and I tweet. He said maybe you should tweet it out. I do. I do every yeah. 30 minutes prior. I send a tweet out automatically I that just, goes out saying, hey, come join us. That's one of the cool things on my stream deck is I just pushed a button that just tweeted out, hey, we're live on Ask the Podcast Coach. I love that button. It's very, very It's cool. easy. Yeah, it's it's. I set up those automatic ones just to make sure, because I wouldn't remember. I wasn't consistent with it. I mean, if it's not automatic for me, like there's a lot of things in life that are true that way for me. If they're not automatic, they're not happening. Like it just doesn't, I just don't have that kind of discipline. So uh, huh. so, so sorry about that. That's yeah. It is kind of weird. Maybe YouTube is having some... Notification. Be. I mean, they're, they're small little service, and they don't have that much to worry about, and some of those kinds of things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, what? Are the th- well, I'm I'm a little disappointed. Uh, Stefan said, "Well, then I'll have to follow you," and I'm a little disappointed. Why aren't you following me now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Cauldron said he got all the notifications on his devices. So maybe it is a YouTube thing. And I know this is hard to believe, but really big companies have technical problems from time to time. I've- well, YouTube notifications are notorious for not always working. Like the, I have, I have noticed that a lot where you don't get the, for whatever you don't get the notification. So yeah, it's yeah. no, no surprise, but and I listen again, I got them. I, I, I looked through my notification thing and it was there 39 minutes ago or whatever, whatever it was when set your alarm, alarm. <laughs> you know what you could do. You tell the a lady, yeah, to remind it. you or the Google device of whatever and say, remind me every Saturday at fill in the local time, 15 minutes. Cause Dave, you've done that yeah. in, in the pre-show in the pre pre-show, just you and me, yeah. it goes off 
every single week. Yeah, it's on my it's well, it's on my calendar from ten thirty to to noon as I'm right. busy, so that if somebody wants to schedule some consulting, they don't do it in the middle of the show. So consequently, the um, the woman from Amazon lets me know at ten minutes before we go live that hey. It's going live in 10 minutes, which is kind of good. It's a way of like, if for some reason I'd completely forgotten that it was Saturday, um, at least I would get that notification. So, cause, well, there was that one time when you came back from <laughs> podcast <laughs> movement. <laughs> I was ready to go on Friday. <laughs> I was like, you do know it's Friday, right? I, it was weird. That was weird writing that sentence. Like, you do know it's Friday, right? <laughs> and you're like, oh, well, at least it's all ready to go. So, the uh so yeah sorry about that uh from that perspective it does things like that do break down from time to time you know you you just you gotta you gotta check in on your stuff sorry about that well i i have i i I don't know if this is gonna mess up clubhouse or not i thought i would share this is a, a strange you'll either love this idea or you'll hate it but I know, like we talked about the guy that started his second podcast, and I was like, eh, there's still only 24 hours in a day. I'm using, it, which is funny because we're all worried about being tracked, the app, and I believe it's on uh, iOS and Android, is called A-Tracker. So as, I, as I'm sitting here now, you can see where I'm currently recording. And what this allows me to do is, if I can get this to, I don't want to stop recording Maybe I can't do this. No, you can't. I could go in and run reports. And you can also, like, recording is categorized as a podcast event. You know, editing is categorized as a podcast event. Research is categorized as a podcast event. Sleep is categorized as sleep. And then television is categorized as leisure. Lipson is categorized as um Work, I think, is what I have it categorized. Mm. And you can go in and see what percentage of your day was work, what percent of your day was leisure. Like walking is categorized as health. And what I like about it is it actually works. You can put it on your Apple Watch. So because the, the the fun thing is for this to really be accurate, you have to either carry your phone around. And also, if you upgrade, you can use their website to do this. But you can go in and just say, oh, okay, well, like and I even like last night when I drove to the park to go hiking, I'm like, all right, I have a category called transportation. I have a category called shopping. I have a I just and it's just one of those things, but after doing it, if you actually almost religiously do it, there are two things that happen. Number one, I've noticed, and I didn't realize this, how much I multitask. Because you can set it up to have more than one task running at the same time. But like a lot of times, if I am doing research, I'm also watching TV. And it's like, hmm, because if you actually look into studies when you're multitasking, it's not really more efficient. You're, you're really kind of making your brain do two things. And if you just did research and then did television, you'd probably be faster. But if you are a person that's like, there's not enough hours in the day – you might want to you, you there is a free version of the app and you can play with it and it might unfortunately hold up a mirror to you that goes wow you watch a, you watch a lot more TV than you think you do which is one of the things I, I really expected my leisure time to be just a sliver and it's like huh, cuz I started getting smart I when I go to lunch I categorize it I have one category is food and then when I'm done eating, I go to my watch and I say, okay, well, for the rest of my lunch, I'm going to sit here and watch TV. And I got done. I was like, you know, when you say you don't have time to exercise, apparently you have quite a bit of time that you could go exercise instead of watching really bad, um, you know, things on Netflix. So I don't know. Do you ever, do you ever, when you guys get into the whole strengths finder and things like that, do you guys ever tackle time management? Oh yeah. I mean, I think, I think that's an issue for everyone. I mean, there's, there's maybe a handful of us on the planet that don't struggle with it, but I think in most people's world, even those that are highly disciplined and have it together, don't feel like they have it together. And, you know, I get that notification too about screen time, you know, Hey, here's how you used your screen time. Um, yeah. So it's always, it's always a struggle. I always, you know, like, ah, I could always exercise more. I don't, you know, I just choose not to. I've, I've kind of come to the uh, conclusion I've been, you know, I think I mentioned on the show a while back, I've been doing, trying intermittent fasting as a way, and it's been super successful. I've I've got a great app for that, by the way. And uh, there's a, there's a A million of them, them, by the way. It's it's kind of popular. 
but um a buddy of mine's doing it too and he uh he's always like oh dude i got this workout and he like he he's he's crazy <laughs> and he's like you should take these amino acids and and you should you know when you break your fast it, it you have to do it exactly this way and i said dude yeah um i'm not going to do it <laughs> like I, I appreciate it appreciate you saying these things but i did this because it was easy and I'm having great results and it's not going as fast as you. Right. But it, it's not a race. Like what this is, I don't have to compete with you. And, and he's, I know mean, he's really fit right now and doing great. And like none of those things, when I've over, always, when I've always overdone them, they don't last very long. But when I include them right. as part of just my routine, if I make them just, we talked about this a few minutes ago, automatic, mm-hmm. then they, uh, then they stick. You know, and so I think I'm in week, I'm starting week six next week. So maybe five weeks of it. And it's a pattern. It's a routine. It's like, you know, I'm starting to see some benefits from it. And, and, uh, and, and so, um, you know, I think time management is the same, same kind of way. And listen, you need rest. So don't like, if you're getting some leisure time, Dave, yeah. don't, don't beat yourself up about it like i go no yeah yeah well and now <laughs> you know? that football season has started i think that was the other big uh thing with that is uh actually sat and watched a really good football game thursday night i was like oh wow this is not it was a good game it, it didn't go the way i wanted it to no, but. <laughs> tom brady eh. i vote i vote against him every i don't know why <laughs> why why do we do that as americans why do we always why do we always do that why do we hate the the, the, the goat. super successful guy. Yeah. Why do we hate the goat? Why do we hate that? I don't know. I don't get it. He's, do it in beating, America he's beating your team. That's why. <laughs> it's true. And he did beat up on my team last year pretty bad during the Super Bowl. So yeah. that's, that's, and, and he's just, anyway, sweet. He's just such a robot. So make him, I, I think, make those things. If you're struggling with some stuff and you, and you want to, you want to be different, I think you got to find systems that automatically, put you in a situation to be able to complete that, you know, get it, make it automatic. Yeah. I read this book. It's really good. Automatic habits by James clear. Yeah. Is another good book about that. Um, the other book I read is from a podcaster. Um, do you know, Jeff Brown at all? Have you ever met him? No. Jeff Brown's a great guy. He's out of Nashville, does read the lead. Um, he's got like 26 years in the radio world. And, and, uh, it's interesting because his book is about, how to read a book. So you're like, wait, uh, you know, kind of, but it's, it really got me back into it. And that's one of the things I put as a habit was I wanted to uh, start reading a little more. Cause one thing I've noticed I do occasionally, you know, you listen to the podcast and you're like, meh. All right. But a book is like somebody really put some time to figure out what they're trying to say and this and that. And the other thing I've also forgot about is and that's one of the things they said is most books you can read in a couple hours, like two to three hours. A typical book you can blow through because you read faster than you think you do. And so the one day I put down I was going to read for thirty minutes, and I think I finally quit after about twenty because I'd gone through like four chapters. I was like, you know what, I'm happy with four chapters. So uh, it was kind of cool. Number one, because Jeff, I, of course, me, I'm not reading his book, I'm listening to it, uh, and they talked about that, but. Uh, um, so if you're not reading, it's a great way because when I read, a lot of times I'm reading to bring things to the show. So that could also – it's weird because on one hand, it's leisure, but it's also research for a show. So, uh, But uh, Kyle says, yeah, we love the underdog. Yep, that's why we hate Tom Brady. And that's also <laughs> – well, I'm actually – today, by the way, if you're after this, Indie PodCon, Joe Pardo's event is going on, and I'm speaking there today. And I'm talking about um, storytelling, and I think the title is Your Words on Steroids. And that's one of the things I talk about is one of the things you can do when you're telling a story about yourself, don't pump yourself up too much because people root for the underdog. And if you make yourself out to be the hero, that can be kind of, hmm. And then some of it applies to all podcasting, like, you know, the way you set up your story. And even if you – I noticed it the other day. I was watching some clips on YouTube, and Kevin Hart does this a lot. And it's a simple phrase he uses to kind of kick off a story and to grab your attention, and it is 
let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. He'll be basically, and he'll be like, hold on, hold on. Let me tell you something. And that's kind of his way to like, all right, I'm going to tell a story. And off he goes. Char- so. Charles Stanley, you know that you know the name. You you might know Andy Stanley. He's they're pastors here and the, okay. they're big, they're big, big church pastors. But uh Charles Stanley used to always say, Now listen, that was his that that was his you can kind of say his tick, but uh in he when he wanted to make a point, he would be like, Now listen. And it just was one of those moments, you know, you're you're you know, it it, clu- it kind of clues you in to like this is a really important part of, of what's going on. I know on the uh, No Agenda show, they're, they've noticed that a lot of politicians, and, and I don't want to get all political, but a lot of politicians like the phrase, look. They'll mm-hmm. say something, mm-hmm. and when they're kind of like, especially if you get them in a corner, the way they dig themselves out of the corner is to go, look. And then they'll say a fact or whatever it is. Oh, we forgot to say that. Today's show – by the way, there are no facts on the show for all of our friends in Australia. Oh, yeah. All opinions. This, these are all opinions. There was a thing that passed in Australia where – and I, I listened to it on uh, Podlane with James Cridlin and a couple other shows mentioned this. But somehow it's now an offense to perpetuate – oh, I forget the official word for like um, – what's like a misleading fact? Um, when I know they're talking a lot about it with COVID. Fake news? Kind of fake news, basically, but it's it's uh, it's it sounds more professional than fake news. Uh, but it's it's they, they passed a law. It's like it's I think it's finable even if you uh, have some sort of misleading facts, um, mm-hmm. you know, because and that's where you get into this whole weird situation. Like, well, who who then defines what right what the right, facts are like right. that's, that's so do we need an opening statement from in, in, <laughs> in the music that says the opinions expressed on this program are completely opinions <laughs> and do not represent any facts at all <laughs> are strictly for entertainment purposes only that's yeah well, you're gonna, you're gonna have to have misinformation thank you colden that's there it is. yeah there we is. don't want to spread misinformation and there's a a woman at a college that is writing basically a thesis on this, and she's saying that podcasting, we we need kind of some sort of body to and, and the guy from uh, Podland, um, not James, the other guy, really wants podcast hosts to basically police, like you know, if you take the Buzzsprouts and the Libsons, you're, you're talking close to a hundred thousand people. And we're supposed to somehow transcribe everything they upload and look for naughty words and then either let them know, hey, you said naughty words, because I'm pretty sure they know that. And then we're supposed to maybe even pull it down. And I just want to go, you do realize the name of the company is Liberated Syndication, Sam. Mm -hmm. But the other thing, and this is like a weird pet peeve, and I probably shouldn't say it. Sam can't say Libsyn. He says Libsyn or Libsync. And I'm like, it's Libsyn. Come on, dude. You're doing a podcast. podcast. That, that lip sync company. Yeah. You know that lip sync? Lisbon. I've heard them all. Uh, but man, today went quick. Holy cow. It, it I can't fast. believe it. And we had nothing to talk about. <laughs> no, we had nothing to talk about. We always about. find a way to uh, yeah. to come through. But uh I'll turn up the music here so you can almost hear it on YouTube. Uh, but Jim, what's coming up on the average yeah, Ed Sullivan was on the show nice. last week. He came out with very little podcasting info. We talked mostly about his Tesla and some of the problems that he's had with it. And oh. So we spent a bunch of time kind of thinking through this idea of electric vehicles and is it really going to be the future and what kind of problems come with it? Because it's not just the magic that it's maybe been pro-trade. Why can't I say that word? Pro-trade. Portrayed now, thank you. To be so, uh, it'll be posted a little bit later today out at theaverageguy.tv. Yeah, uh, yeah, because like what happens when I don't know all the batteries catch on fire for no apparent reason and a couple other things. Yeah, are going what on. if every charger station that you need is broken? Yeah, <laughs> like, oops. What, well, like, yeah, or yeah, there's just like what if you can't get the parts? Some of those kinds of things. So, yeah. anyway, Ed's on. It's, it's a good show, it's fun. On the school of podcasting, I have two ideas. I'm still working on this, I, I'm trying to do an episode on the features of media hosts, but I have to be very careful how I do that because if I say anything good about Libsyn, they're going to go, Oh, you're just saying that because you worked there. So I'm trying to do it very, here's, here's just the facts kind of thing. The other thing we're going to talk about, I had Gordon Firemark on 
we've talked about this on this show. What happens if you die to your podcast? And he kind of said, well, here's some things that gets kind of ugly and blah, blah, blah. So uh, I might bring in that interview. But uh, we're here every Saturday. Set your alarm, 1030 Eastern, uh, and go to askthepodcastcoach.com slash live. And uh, if you are a awesome supporter, stick around. We have some post-show coming up. And I got busted at work, so we'll talk about that in the post-show. We'll it's post a good tease. Stick around. We'll be right back. <laughs> 